Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I told you, wait 24 hours and the story would finally come out. I was right. Folks, the intel leak against Trump and this call he had with a foreign leader and the devastating promise where he threatened to give the nuclear codes or whatever to a foreign leader. You know, all this BS all made up these all garbage. I told you to wait. And now it's all finally come. I just made that up, of course, because that's the media wants to portray this like it was some devastating thing. I told you to wait. I've got some killer video. Rudy Giuliani on CNN last night. Some media stories. It's finally starting to come out. What's really going on with this latest um, a unbelievable attack by the deep state against Trump. Don't uh. go anywhere. I got that, including a massive backfire by NBC on this climate change thing. And Donald Trump doing what he does best the other day. I mean that, not being sarcastic or trying to be funny. I mean, really mm. doing what he did. And I wanted to get this yesterday, but we were stacked. That's right, stacked. We're going to put that on a shirt. And I didn't get to it. So uh, don't go anywhere. Uh, one more thing, book signings. I'm getting a lot of emails about this. Remember, I'm on Life, Liberty, and Levin this Sunday at 10 p.m. discussing my new book. You're not going to want to miss this. It is the most explosive interview I've ever done, and I'm not overselling it. But we have some upcoming book signings. You can see them here. Uh, we have one in New York, uh, Vera Beach Book Center uh, in Vero. We also have these Florida ones. We have one in Palm Beach Gardens, the Villages. And we have one Monday night. For those of you across the country who can't make a book signing, we have a live signing online. You can make it from anywhere around the world. Monday, September 23rd, this Monday at 10 p.m. Livesigning.com slash exonerated. Monday, September 23rd, 10 p.m. Just click on Livesigning.com slash exonerated. We'll have this up at the website, all these locations too, and I'll keep tweeting it out. But the book signings will be next week. Hope to see you there. Um, okay, I want to get right to it. Today's show is really important. Today's show brought to you yep. by buddies at Proactive. We love Proactive. You have kids going back to school, school's coming back, but breakouts, acne doesn't have to. Parents, wouldn't it be great to get your kids clear skin confident? I'm not kidding. I wouldn't throw my daughter in a read for that for the, uh, for the sake of it. My daughter uses this and, and my wife has used this in the past and I've used it too. I have really oily skin. It is great. Proactive makes the best clear skin products out there. Love them. As a parent, nothing's worse than seeing your kids go back to school not feeling their best and having acne as a teen is a struggle that can be a major cause of anxiety. Folks, America's number one acne brand, Proactive, has helped fight acne for almost 25 years. They have the next generation acne treatment. Proactive MD has your kids going back to school feeling their best, their best. We love it. My daughter loves it. It really works. These are some of the best products out there. I wouldn't take them on as a sponsor if I didn't believe that. We were using the products before, so it was a really easy fit for the show. My daughter really enjoys it. Helped her with a, a couple of her uh, acne issues. Me as well. Proactive contains Adapalene, which is the newest acne-fighting innovation made available uh, over-the-counter to consumers. It's the it's a big one uh, in over 30 years. It's the newest one, the first one to come out over 30 years. It contains Adapalene. Adapalene is a dermatologist-recommended topical retinoid used in the treatment of mild to moderate acne. It's the first prescription-strength retinoid that's FDA-approved for use in treating acne without a prescription. Adapalene may decrease the number and severity of acne pimples and promote quick healing of pimples that do develop. Adapalene works by affecting the growth of cells and decreasing inflammation, acne inflammation. Proactive includes a prescription strength retinoid, goes deep into the pores to help prevent acne. Right now, for our listeners, we have a back to school offer from Proactive you can't get anywhere else. With your Proactive MD order, you'll get you'll receive for free Proactive's on the go bag with their T zone oil absorber, body acne wipes, and green tea moisturizer. Close to $100 value plus free shipping with a 60 day money back guarantee. Don't wait. Go to proactive.com slash Bongino. Get this special offer. That's proactive.com slash Bongino to get this order. Make your kids first day back to school their best day ever. All right, let's go. Nice. Number one. I told you this story was going to break what was really behind it. In case you missed yesterday's show, there is a new intel leak out there that Donald Trump made a promise to a foreign government on the phone that was so devastating that a whistleblower had to come forward to expose it because the United States, the very security of the country was at risk. I got to be candid with you, folks. Um, Even I was a little worried about this one, right, Uh, Paula? Hmm. I said to Paula, I'm like, "Uh, this one sounds a little weird. And then I started to think this through and I heard Ari Fleischer, former Bush uh, of George W. Bush press secretary, and he made a great point I should have considered, especially having been inside the White House. I, listen, I'm not above being self-deprecating. I should, I'm not saying I fell for this fake news, but even I was a little curious about what it was about. Right. So again, the genesis is an Intel community whistleblower heard or read something about a Donald Trump conversation with a foreign government that was so troubling that it required 
a an Intel, uh, an IG investigation, okay? Hmm. Ari Fleischer brought up a great point. When the President of the United States is on a phone call with a foreign leader, ladies and gentlemen, there are multiple people listening in. I know that. I was, I mean, it's not hard to figure out. Should have been more savvy here. Fleischer brought up a great point. If this thing was so troubling, this phone call, this promise he made to a foreign government, why did only one person find it troubling? Yeah. Right, Joe? Yeah. Why didn't everyone else on the call find Why was it just this one person? By the way, yeah. um, I have a good idea of who this whistleblower, air quotes, is. Um, I'm hesitant to say it as of yet, um, but I think a lot of people have the identity wrong based on uh, the pronouns they're using. Hmm. I'll leave it at that. I can't say... I, I, because we have a widely listened to show and because it would be ethically inappropriate until I can absolutely confirm it. But I have a good idea who it is. And I think a lot of people don't. And I can tell they don't, again, based on the pronouns they're using to describe the whistleblower. I don't have okay? a clue. I don't have a clue. Now, yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm going to wait for it because okay. I don't, again, I don't, I don't do what liberal media people do and jump out in front of a story. Ladies and gentlemen, now it's become clear what's really going on. It leaked yesterday in the Washington Post and elsewhere that this foreign government call with a leader was with the uh, the Ukrainian leader, the incoming Ukrainian president, and that the promise may have had something to do um, with investigations into Ukrainian corruption with the Obama administration and Spygate and a promise that was made by Trump, I guess, in exchange for that investigation. Hmm. Now it all makes sense. Ding, 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 ding. Bells went off all around. Now, in order to explain this a little bit better, because it may be a little confusing what's going on, I'm going to play for you some cuts first, and I'm going to tie it again, of Rudy Giuliani's terrific appearance last night on Chris Cuomo's <laughs> dreadful CNN show, which has about 10 viewers. But Rudy's on. And first, I'm going to play. I have three cuts from this. The first one's important because it's uh, liberal activist Chris Cuomo's effort to remember framing. You know what framing is, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's when you tell a story, but you tell the story in a context favorable to what you want the narrative to be. Right. So Chris Cuomo, before you watch this opening here to Giuliani, and Giuliani calls him on it right away, wants this story framed as if Trump is colluding with the Ukrainians to damage his political opponents. That's not what's happening. Trump is trying to uncover Ukrainian corruption, but that's not how Cuomo frames it. And listen to Giuliani cut that nonsense right out. Check this out. There is now breaking news on that urgent complaint about President Trump. It involves Ukraine. This comes from the Washington Post. You might remember House Democrats have been examining whether the president and his attorney, Rudy Giuliani, sought to manipulate the Ukrainian government uh, into helping the Trump reelection campaign. They were doing that before this complaint. Now, something that may seem confusing as you go through the facts tonight is that the subject phone call that we now know took place in this time frame that people are looking at. When this complaint came in, who did the president speak to, who was a leader at that time? He spoke to the president of Ukraine. Now, that call was already the subject of curiosity by Congress because they were looking into these earlier efforts, in part announced by Mr. Giuliani about his intentions of trying to get to Ukraine to figure out some things about some of Mr. Trump's political opponents. So that's where it stands. We happen to have the man in the middle tonight, the president's counselor, former mayor Rudy Giuliani. Good to have you on the show. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on tonight because what you just said is totally erroneous. Every single thing you just said is completely spun. By the way, Joe, I'm sorry. Uh, Paula just no, reminded man. me. I, I got so excited about huh? this story. How are you today? I'm oh. very sorry. I did not do the intro. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Obviously, producer Joe, how are you on this Friday? I'm cool, dude. It's Friday. I knew you. I knew you were all fired up. I knew I, you I, forgot I, it. I you know it. I'm Thank excited you. about this story. <laughs> yeah. and, and folks, we can edit this stuff. I choose not to because really, I, I we, the it. show is different. We don't have a producer, and I love Joe <laughs> and, and, and and Paula and everything about the show. But I'm really so stoked about this i wanted to get right into it and we have to pay for the show with sponsors and book signings so my sincere apologies oh, cool, but did you get giuliani how awesome was that, that giuliani cool. like, and i'm so glad i'm here because what you said is entirely erroneous yeah. he just made up the whole thing 
Right? Wasn't that great? Uh, I heard you kind of cackling in the background. Yes. It, classic Rudy Erroneous. right there. Good, good job by Julian. Erroneous. Erroneous on all counts. Channeling Vince Vaughn. Uh, I mean, just wonderful stuff. Oh, now, gosh. I play that because the framing of this matters. Because yeah. Chris Cuomo lives in the echo chamber of what is acceptable public thought amongst liberals, academics, and Hollywood elitists, and otherwise, people who hate Trump. They're not interested in the truth. They're interested in telling you a story, ah, not the story. Now, the story here, and I'll show you some cuts of Biden at the end to tell you what's really going on, is Donald Trump is, and his administration are deeply concerned about credible, serious, in many cases, overwhelming evidence of Ukrainian foreign government collusion with the Obama administration to damage the Trump campaign and Joe Biden's problems with the Ukrainian government when it comes to him pressuring them to fire a prosecutor who was looking at an operation that involved his son. This is obviously heating up. Why? Because right as it's heating up, we have these media leaks, Joe, yeah. from a whistleblower, dreaded air quotes, that all of a sudden say Trump was talking to Ukraine and this is really suspicious. These promises. Are, let's focus on that. Focus on that. Let's be blind to all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, That's yeah, how you yeah. know the left is in trouble. Yeah. When the media starts leaking. Search. Remember this. This is a better way to explain it. Huh. Um, hat tip to the, the magnificent Tucker Carlson last night, who always puts things more eloquently than I can. This show is intentionally a little more rougher around the edges. Um, Tucker said last night, the left's like feigned virtue always covers the sin. So the left <laughs> and the media, their virtue here, Joe's, we are very concerned oh, about yes. Trump colluding with the Ukrainians on a phone call. Yes, that's their. So they're being virtuous, right, Joe, by oh, calling yes. it out. Yes. Now, if you listen to Tucker, the way he beautifully stated it last night, the virtue covers the sin. What is the sin? The sin is that the real Ukrainian collusion that they're trying to cover is the Obama-Biden collusion with the Ukrainians that they need to go away. So they portray virtue in pinning it on Trump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The same right. thing. They colluded with the Russians. There's no question the left colluded yeah. with the Russians in conjunction with the media. No question anymore. I discuss it in my book on Life, Liberty, and Levin. It's the, I'm telling you, the best interview I've ever done this. I can't say this enough on Sunday night at 10. It is succinctly stated in a way you haven't heard it before. The left colluded with the Russians, with the media. So what do they do? The virtue covers the sin. They blame it on Trump. Look, we're being virtuous. We're uncovering Russian collusion right, right. there with Trump. This is what's happening again. And Cuomo, this is important. I don't mean to be... <laughs> I know I say it's important, but this is, I don't mean to be overly verbose about it, but if you don't understand the framing that Giuliani nails him on, you don't understand the story. Cuomo is telling you a story. It's just not the story. Now, we move on. What is this really about? The Ukrainians, in conjunction with the Obama administration, I detail this in my, my new book, Exonerated, but the Ukrainians working with DNC operatives, Nelly Orr, who's already admitted to getting information from key Ukrainians, right? Nelly right. Orr from Fusion GPS, That's Bruce right. Orr's wife. They were, they were intimately involved. They already admitted on the record getting information from Ukrainians about the Trump team. What we would call, Joe, hmm, what would we call that? Foreign collusion. Yeah. 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 Now, that's right. Manafort has been prosecuted. Yeah. Based on information that came to the U.S. government about this black ledger. What was the black ledger? This is going to, you're going to hear a lot about this soon. The black ledger was an uh, allegation that Manafort had been paid millions of dollars in illicit cash payments in a conjunction for some work with this foreign government that he didn't report. But Joe, the only evidence we have of these cash payments, not of payments, mm -hmm. payments from a foreign government aren't illegal. They're not. People are paid by yeah. foreign governments for all, all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. La foreign government lobbying is not illegal. It's only illegal in violation of U.S. law. The, listen, you're only going to get this here because no one else has the time to explain it in detail. The allegations that they were cash payments to avoid taxes and other things to Manafort only exist in this document known as the Black Ledger hmm. that was given to us by Ukrainians. What's the problem, Joe? The Black Ledger is a hoax. Mm -hmm. Now that you understand that, that a hoax document was given to us by Ukrainians colluding with Democrats to nail Manafort to the wall as soon as he was brought on the Trump team. Now, 
This second segment with Rudy, Rudy and Cuomo will make more sense. Play it. Let me tell you what happened, okay? Yes. What, what happened is that I was investigating, going back to last year, complaints that the Ukrainian people, several people in Ukraine, knew about a tremendous amount of collusion between Ukrainian officials and Hillary Clinton and the Democratic National Committee, including a completely fraudulent document that was produced in order to begin the investigation of Manafort. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, does it, you see how I, I'm sorry, I have to like, put these provisos and caveats and explainers in the beginning. But that video makes no sense if you don't understand what I just told you. Need to set A up. fake yeah. ledger. The setup is key. A yeah. fake ledger saying, we paid Manafort $12 million in cash was given to our law enforcement and intel and political people in the United States and was used as the spark to start an investigative flame to take Manafort down only because Manafort had joined the Trump team. The problem is the document was fake. Now, Chris Cuomo's not interested in that. Chris Cuomo's framing this as, well, this is the disgusting, horrible, abusive tactics of the mainstream media in their efforts to lie to you and distract you from what's really going on. Cuomo does not want you to pay attention to the fact that the Obama administration initiated an investigation against Manafort on a fake document from a foreign government. The definition of collusion. He needs you to stay focused on the fact that Rudy Giuliani is Trump's lawyer may have expressed an interest in this case in exposing the corruption. That's not the story Cuomo needs you to hear. He wants you to hear about promises and foreign government conversations between Trump and the Ukraine and how, do you see how devious this is? Yes. Let me sum this up for you. Cuomo is such a hack that rather than focusing on hard evidence of a massive foreign collusion scandal based on false documents to spy on the Trump team, He's turning and flipping the whole thing around to make the effort to expose it by Rudy. Uh, make that the scandal. You get it? Yeah. Cuomo's like, well, you guys are going over there and trying to pressure. They're not trying to pressure anybody, trying to get the truth. Giuliani's not making this up. Now, I want you to pay special attention. A little bit of a shorter clip. Here's the third. And find this one on. This is a seven-minute cut. You're free to watch it. I, I, I rarely promote CNN unless they're being absurd. But this third cut is important because Rudy, here's the setup. Rudy describes that in the process of investigating the black ledger, the hoax black ledger about the cash payments, they found other stuff that if you're a regular listener to this show about Joe Biden, you already know about. By the way, that is covered again. I'm, I'm not, I hate to, I'm sorry. I don't want to promote this to death. I, I really, folks, it means a lot to me. This is a this interview tonight on 10 p.m., I'm sorry, on Sunday night with Mark, almost stumbling over my words because I feel so passionately about it. You cannot miss this. I discussed this at the end. In the process of Giuliani investigating this, he discovers information about Biden. It's in my book, Exonerated, <laughs> that is deeply troubling. Yeah, yeah. Joe already knows many of my But check this out. Yeah. This is worth your time. I found out this incredible story about Joe Biden that he bribed the president of the Ukraine, in order to fire a prosecutor who was investigating his son. That is an astounding scandal of major proportions, which all of you have covered up for about five or six months. So, ladies and gentlemen, just to be clear, what just happened on CNN last night, Giuliani's investigating a major, major foreign collusion scandal about a hoax document used to investigate Trump's campaign manager, Manafort. In the process of investigating scandal number one, Joe, we got to label the scandal. <laughs> yes. Scandal A and scandal B. In the <laughs> process of investigating scandal A, as Trump's attorney, trying to uncover massive malfeasance, mm-hmm. he uncovers another scandal about Obama's vice president at the time, Biden, basically bribing a Whoa. foreign government to fire a prosecutor in Ukraine who is looking into potential malfeasance involving Biden's kid. You may say, come on, Dan, that can't possibly have happened. Really? Um, let's play this little cut. Here is Joe Biden when he was um, 
talking about his experience in Ukraine, actually bragging about this this disgusting episode where he he threatens the government of Ukraine to withhold money if they don't fire the investigator who is fact this is a fact it's not an opinion who is looking at his kid for potential malfeasance Hunter Biden here is the actual videotape of Biden this this dope bragging about it check this out he's now went over I guess the 12th 13th time to Kiev and uh and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor. And they didn't. So they said they had they were walking out to the press conference and nah, I said, I'm not going to we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Uh, again, Chris Cuomo, this total hack at CNN, has zero, zero interest in that story. That is Joe Biden, literally, literally, not figuratively, on tape, bragging about firing a prosecutor who is investigating an operation that involves his son, Hunter. You can spin that all you want. I've heard Cuomo last night, again, I don't have time to play the whole interview, but Cuomo, well, that prosecutor may have been corrupt anyway. Even if you take that, Joe, and I'm... Yeah, I'm, I'm asking you. you to be an independent arbiter here. Seriously, right. try to for a second try to think like a liberal. I'm not joking around. Like, try right. if that's your explanation, Chris Cuomo, your comeback is, well, the prosecutor in Ukraine, Biden wants fired for investigating his kid, was corrupt anyway. Yeah, I'm asking you honestly. Don't don't you think Biden, who obviously knows his son, mm-hmm. is heavily involved in potential malfeasance in Ukraine? It's his kid. Yeah. He knows that, uh, that what's going on. He knows his son's being investigated. Right. Don't you think it would be proper, even if Biden thought this guy was corrupt, to recuse himself from that decision? I would think so. Yeah. You think? I'm, I'm not a trick. I'm Of course. Yeah. Wait, and what I find odd, this is why right. Cuomo's such a hack. The same network, CNN, and the same clown show over there that'll insist Donald Trump should have recused himself from a Moscow building project that never happened, that he was only remotely involved with at the end, oh. a project that never was not illegal in any way. Anyway, right. Donald Trump can build in Moscow or wherever he wants, as long as he abides by local laws. There's no allegation Donald Trump's Trump Tower Moscow project that never happened is in any way illegal. How lunatic liberals in the media and their sick, deranged, radical friends. Yes, I said it. You are darn right. These lunatics will insist Trump should have recused himself from that Moscow deal that never happened. And yet Joe Biden, who on tape admits to pressuring a government to fire a prosecutor for investigating his kid. There's no story there that Biden should have recused himself at all. They see no impropriety whatsoever. Move along, folks. Move along. Thank you, Joe. Nothing to see here, folks. What total BS. These Cuomo is an embarrassment. And but folks, again, I can't play the whole interview. Rudy goes on later on at the end of it to totally dismantle this guy. And, you know, the liberals are like, it was a Rudy meltdown. It was one of the finest media appearances I have ever seen. Giuliani tells him at the end, you're a sellout. And I'm telling you, Chris, you are a sellout. You are a total, I didn't jump on your back when you had the whole incident where you threatened to throw a guy down the stairs. You know, we poked a little fun, but I didn't jump on the outrage brigade on that. But last night you humiliated yourself. Rudy Giuliani came on your show with a series of undeniable facts about unquestioned corruption between the Obama administration, Biden, and a Ukrainian government, a collusion scandal on massive doses of Diana Ball. And what did you do? You spent the whole time covering it up and trying to distract people, acting like Giuliani's allegations and Giuliani's efforts to get to the truth are the real scandal by this whistleblower. 
media, ladies and gentlemen, journalism is dead. You want real journalism? Come here. And we're not even, this isn't even a, this is an opinion show. Mm. And we have been so far out ahead of this. Please, please pick up my book, Exonerated, on this. My wife, is Paula's been like, please, just tease the book. You don't do it enough. She's like, everybody else tease. I, I, folks, I just don't want to. I, it's not me. It's not my, I'm serious. It's not my character. I'm not a salesman by nature. I just put a lot of effort into this. And this is documented out with facts that are footnoted in the book. And Biden cannot run from it. Man. It's a he's, disgrace. He spent a lot of time in Kiev. Uh-huh. Kiev, I know. Like, wh- where's that? Kiev? You mean Kiev? Kiev? This guy's such a knuckle. Kiev? People call it Kiev. I mean, I, I, I've only I, heard it called Kiev ever. I'm going to call it Kiev. That's all I've ever heard. And, and, and it's Ukraine. It's not the Ukraine, right. which drives me crazy, too. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to, I got a lot more to get to. Show stacked. Stacked. That's going on a t shirt soon. Ah! <laughs> Regular. Let's just get the joke. Um, I got a little comic relief coming up for you next. NBC News. Total face plant on this climate change thing, which is funny. Uh, but more importantly, I got an issues update on Trump. A couple positives, maybe a possible negative story. And my, by issues, I mean things that are directly related to his 2020 reelect. So it's important. I got a great video of Trump at his finest that I don't want you to miss. Stay tuned. All right. Today's show brought to you. Oh, man. I love, I'm telling you, I'm not messing with you. I cannot live without this stuff. Um, Omax, cryo-freeze. Listen, if you're obsessed with cryo... Paula, how much do we love this stuff? <laughs> cryo-freeze CBD. It's a roll-on, folks. This stuff, if you have joint pain, aches, pains, muscle pains, I, I can't live without that. You roll it on just like this, and you will get this a menthol CBD freezing kind of... Uh, feeling around that that just makes the i can't even i can't describe to you in 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 strong enough terms how much this has saved my butt i have really horrendous arthritis uh paula had a really she had a trap pull last week you roll this stuff on you get this cool menthol like ice down feel but it's not like freezing like uncomfortable and then i wake up in the morning and i feel like a million dollars i'm not overselling how good this stuff is now i have an exclusive offer on the worldwide launch of their new cryo free cbd advanced joint defense too this product's going to blow your mind i have this stuff this is absolutely terrific too there it is their advanced joint defense coming out what is it cryofreeze advanced joint defense is a one a day supplement containing hemp derived cbd and a clinically proven ingredient called nem that relieves joint discomfort and soreness in seven days or less the breakthrough formula can reduce aches and pains from sore muscles overuse aging and in my case pretty nasty arthritis if you want to stay super active it's a must for muscle recovery while improving flexibility and long-term joint health the best part is this cbd powered supplement contains absolutely folks i get a lot of questions about this absolutely no thc and our friends at omax make sure that it's third party tested so you get 100 premium quality you can trust I got to tell you, I love these products so much. I don't know which one's better. They're both fantastic. And if you're suffering the aches and pains, I am Paula and Joe too. This stuff is priceless. My mother-in-law loves Mm -hmm. it too. Omax is offering my listeners a limited time offer. 25, not 2.5, 25% off. Their introductory pricing on Omax cryo-free supplements plus, plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide through the end of the month. So go now to omaxhealth.com today. That's O-M-A-X health.com today and enter promo code Bongino25. Someone got the promo code wrong last week and then sent me an email. We took care of it, but it's Bongino25. Bongino25 to take advantage of this incredible savings. That's omaxhealth.com and enter code Bongino25 to get 25% off Omax CryoFreeze Advanced Joint Defense and site-wide. You will not regret it. These are really spectacular products. Okay, moving on. Um, so NBC, they had this climate change confessions thing. Um, what the, the goal of the uh, liberal activists at NBC, of course, Joe, was to get people to post some of their confessions about environmental things they can do better. So post your confessions yeah. here. I ate a steak last Tuesday. Ah, Folks, I know you've seen a lot of this on TV, and I don't like to really cover these stories, but I, I wanted, it's Friday. I want to give you something to laugh at. What happened is conservatives out there, in case you are not on Twitter or Instagram or elsewhere, some of you may not be, and you listen to the show. Conservatives, Joe, wouldn't you agree are the greatest trolls in the world? And by trolls, I mean, 
We have mastered the art of memeing. We're usually conservatives historically, a little bit behind kind of the culture tech trends. You know, the liberals are all the Apple people and, uh, you know, and the Google people, right? Yeah, and yeah. we're usually behind the eight ball. As someone said to me one time, because um, I, I like to add color commentary to these stories, and they said it accurately. <laughs> they said the problem with the conservative movement is a lot of... A lot of successful business people who are conservatives are based in commodity type businesses, you know, oil, um, you know, selling equities based in commodities and all stuff. And we're not right. used to real marketing because when you're selling like, you know, BP versus Sunoco, you don't be like, wow, Sunoco, look how great, you know, it's like, but you do that for Apple. Like you get these Apple ads, they're dancing with the earbuds in. So the people in the tech industry or liberals are usually more savvy marketers than we are, mm -hmm. right? All right. We're just, we're always behind it. That is not the case with technology. I'm telling you, I'm on Twitter all day. Facebook, Instagram, all of it. I live on there because that's <laughs> no, where the debate is happening. Do. Conservatives <laughs> have mastered the art of hijacking liberal efforts to turn Twitter into a liberal cesspool. They have. We hijack everything. <laughs> Hashtags, means, and we hijack climate change panels. Here are some of the climate change confessions, ladies and gentlemen. If you're seeing these for the first time, I assure you, these are hilarious. Here's conservatives trolling it. Here's number one, climate change confession. I, I eat meat every day and I won't stop because it's good. That's under the meat category. Here's another one. I require at least a half a roll of toilet paper when wiping under the paper category. On the energy category, I like my house to be 85 in the winter and 55 in the summer. Deal with it, hippies. We go on. I mean, I can't get it up. I cook a one pound steak every day, eat half and throw the other half away in a reusable Ziploc bag under the meat category. That's too much. Oh. Oh, there's another transportation. Who cares? I'll do what I like. I floor it in my gas guzzling sports car just for fun. You do not matter to me. You do not matter to <laughs> me. This is the last one. This is classic. I'd like to recycle more, especially since I drink 40 bottles of water a week. But when the recycling truck comes on the day, I but the recycling truck comes on the day I sleep in. I can't take it. Oh. Folks, they're jokes. I libs laugh a little. My God, people, these people are kidding. It's a troll thing. Oh. I, I, you know I love the environment. Matter of fact, Paul and I, have this thing about this plastic in the ocean. Say, I'm serious. It drives me crazy. It's yeah. a serious time. But I, you do have to admire Joe. Nicely the fact done. that conservatives yeah. nicely done. You are yes. so the fact that we have beat the liberals to the punch and managed to hijack everything in the tech space. Now online blogs, Twitter hashtags, Instagram memes. I just love you all. We have become the new renegades. Conservatives, libertarians, <laughs> and good Republicans are the new cultural renegades. And I have to tell you, there were there's by the way, they're all over Twitter, those things. I just picked six of the funniest ones. They are there are tons of them out there. And on a Friday, I just want to get that out there. But just the takeaway, because you know it's not a comedy show. The takeaway though is a serious one. Right. Remember, in the past, what I told you, based on our big business support and commodities type industries. We've never been really good at this and things are starting to change. I think a lot of younger folks are the counterculture is developing and we're getting a lot better at doing this stuff. So nice job. Very, very funny stuff. That was great. Okay. Um, here's a bit of an issues update. Uh, we haven't done this enough, um, but it's important. We have a 2020 election around the corner and I think we need to start talking about things that'll benefit and potentially hurt Donald Trump. Listen, this is a, obviously a, a, this is a MAGA show. I want to make America great again. I support the president because I think he's done a really good conservative job on that. But there are a couple of things I think we need to kind of poke and prod them in a different direction on sometimes when they're getting bad advice. Fair enough. It's not meant to be a jerk thing. It's meant to be we have a voice and sometimes, you know, that voice needs to be heard. Yeah. Let's do a positive story first, though, here. This was Donald Trump the other day uh, overseeing some new border wall construction. And he did it impromptu press avail. And this is Donald Trump doing something, and I'm not kidding, I'm not being sarcastic, masterful, that if anybody in the administration is listening, he needs to do more of this. Donald Trump talking about construction and what is an absolute grand slam home run. Enough teasing. I want to play this cut and we'll put a little color commentary on the back end when we come back. Check this out. <laughs> 
I wanted them to show you the interior of parts of the wall and what's inside of each individual slat. And uh, you'll see it's a combination of steel, concrete, and as one of the folks just said, it really is virtually impenetrable. Uh, any walls that were put up would get knocked down very quickly, very easily. This wall is not something that can be really knocked down. I guess anything can, but this is very tough. And uh, it goes down six feet. It's three and four feet wide. The concrete, you see it right here. It's exposed. Masterful. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Masterful. This guy builds stuff. These media lunatics covering Trump. Are like, eh, he's got a comment. These media lunatics covering Trump have never built anything in their lives. These are 22-year-old journalism graduates, you know, from the East Tuna Fish School of Journalism who have never built a, a, a Lego set in their entire lives. They don't know anything. They have no practical, real-world, hands-on experience constructing anything material in their entire lives. By the way, that clip goes on. In the interest of time, I just wanted to get to you. I wanted to make sure I got... That clip goes on. Joe's heard the whole thing. He goes Mm -hmm. to talk about grades of concrete, um, how the rebar works. This guy's built stuff for decades. That was impressive. You don't don't like his tweets. Whatevs, man. I don't care. Fine. You don't like his tweets. You don't like his personality. This guy has generated billions, not millions, billions of dollars in real estate, in construction, in jobs, in wealth, in housing. He has done something. And to the people in the White House, I hope you're listening. You need to have him do more of this everywhere. There's local and state projects. It doesn't matter if it's a federal project. I hope it's not. There's a local project building a new uh, housing facility for for illegal immigrants. He needs to get out there and explain what they're doing. This is what he does. But Joe, how at home did he look there? Oh, this guy knows everything about concrete construction. He understands the mechanic. I mean, does he understand the physics of why six feet? I don't care. I just know that from a practical perspective, nobody can explain this better than he can. What did Joe? What did, did you see? Did you get the same Man, thing from that you know, that I did? He knew what he was looking at. He was doing that impromptu. Big, he understood all of it. Yes. And I think to like working yes. people, he, they go, "Here's a guy that knows what we do. Here's a guy that knows what what goes into this stuff." You, yes. That sure helps a Thank lot. Thank you. That's you what know? I was trying to say. That's yeah. why. Uh, that's what I. Working people are listening who build stuff. Yes. Construction workers, uh, laborers, tradesmen, skilled workers out yes. there, carpenters. Uh, you know, steel workers, electricians, and they're like, yeah, that's my language. Dig that's it. how I talk. I don't talk in zhi, zhou, zhou, zhou. I talk like that. Yeah. For those of you who missed the pronoun show yesterday, I got an email uh-huh. from a viewer on that I'm going to get to at the end of the show. It's funny, by the way. But that's not how people talk zhi, zhou, zhou, zhou. People who work for a living are like, I don't know. Uh, folks, I got to be candid. I did security and policing for a living, which was tough. And I honor all our cops. I don't know squat about concrete. Trump's out there on TV talking about grades of concrete and how it works and why the rebar is going to work and how it's going to reinforce. And I'm like, this is genius. You want to get this guy reelected? Get that pipeline built in Pennsylvania. What is it? Penn East? And Hmm. have Trump out there as they're building that pipeline talking about what he knows. Steel, concrete, dirt under the fingernails. Ah, Trump didn't get there in his face. It doesn't matter. He was on site for these jobs, walking around with hard hats on, supervising construction while these journalists were having mommy wipe their butts because they crapped their diapers. Yeah, he understands the these skills. These kids don't know squat. Yeah, he, he understands does, the skills. He under, he's been working with these labor yes. unions forever. Welding, oh, White everything. House people. Yeah. Please get him out there doing more of this. It is absolutely his wheelhouse. Obama be on that side. Hey, hey, but what's that? What's that, man? What uh, concrete? What did we get? This guy never built anything. Matter of fact, Obama's line was, "You didn't build that. You didn't build that." No, I assure you, they built that. Yeah, good memory, Obama. There, Dad. He yeah. wouldn't. No, he guy couldn't even throw a baseball out at the baseball game. Get Trump out there doing what he does best, folks. This has been under. I'm telling you, I haven't heard anybody else talking about this. Someone needs to pressure the White House to get it. He was that was genius. All right. I'm sorry I went on a little bit, but it's important. Okay. So this is our issues component of the show. That was issue one. Please get Trump out there at these construction sites. Masterful job. Number two, 
a kind of a bad note. And I'm hearing it's going in our direction, so I don't want to be overly uh, macabre on this. All right. He has to dump this universal background thing. He has to. Uh, the Hill had a story up on this. This universal background checks for firearms. The NRA says it's a non-starter. Listen, folks, I agree. Again, disclosure, I worked at NRA TV. I at no point worked for the NRA, contrary to what lying liberal media people who lie to you for a living tell you. Um, I worked at Ackerman <laughs> McQueen, which produced content. I have to put yeah. this out every time I say it yeah. because liberals are liars and they'll mischaracterize everything because that's what they do. Um, but I do support the NRA here. I am a member. Um, the, this is a non-starter. I've already told you this effort for universal background checks, ladies and gentlemen, will do zero to stop gun violence. Zero. It will not do anything. So you have to ask yourself, why are they doing it? As I explained earlier in the week, they're doing it for one simple reason. They want a gun registry for people like Beto O'Rourke in the future to come and confiscate your guns so they have a handy dandy list. That is the only reason. Please, Mr. Trump, you know I support you here. Scrap this awful idea. It is a really, really bad idea. And it will alienate millions of gun owners around the country who know exactly what's going on. And by the way, again, because I don't want to say, I'm hearing from my folks that the president is strongly, strongly leaning against this now. We'll see what happens. I'm not making any predictions. So that's issue number two. You want to get reelected? Get Trump out there. Issue number two, you want to get reelected? Dump this universal background check. It's a dumb idea. Third, on a positive note, to leave you on a positive note on Friday, finally, something being done on the horror of abortion in our country. Um, the Daily Signal put this story out there. Uh, it's been it's been everywhere in the conservative media. The liberal media, of course, Joe has avoided it. Melanie Israel, uh, Daily Signal. Discovery of fetal remains at abortionist house shows the cruelty of abortion. Um, there was this maniacal abortion doctor who died. Family shows up at the house to get the body. They found the, and we'll try to keep this family friendly, fetal remains mm. of uh, just thousands of aborted children. Uh, folks, just uh, an unimaginable, and I mean that, like uh, normal people can't imagine the horror of that. Now, the Trump, why do I bring this up? It's, you know, listen, this is moral. It's not political. But politicians are in, an, in a position to stop this stuff. The Trump administration has ordered a full investigation. And I fully, fully support and applaud him for doing that. It is way past time with the Kermit Gosnells and this guy. What's his name? Um, I, I, it's, it's, I'm sorry. I always pronounce, mispronounce the guy's name, the abortionist. It is way past time to investigate this stuff. So good job by the Trump team. Okay. Uh, again, a lot more to get to. This is, this is going to be good. I have... More evidence that what Bernie Sanders is telling you about the socialist utopia in Scandinavia is complete, total BS. It's yeah. going to be quick, yeah. but I want you to pay very close attention. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. yeah. All right. Last sponsor of the day. iTarget Pro. Listen, iTarget Pro. You own a firearm? If you own a firearm, are you practicing with it? Folks, you have to. Safety and proficiency are the two most important components of owning a firearm. You have to be safe with it, as you all know, but you have to be proficient. God forbid you have to use your firearm in self-defense for yourself or your family. You have to be able to engage proficiently. It is important. We used to fire our weapons all the time in the Secret Service once a month when I was there. Now, you probably don't have the time to do that. You're working hard. Soccer moms, soccer dads, full-time jobs, stacked weekends. You say, I can't get to the range once a month, Dan. What do I do? I have this solution for you. It's iTarget Pro. That's the letter I. iTarget Pro. It's the first dry fire. What's dry fire? It's pulling the trigger on a safely unloaded weapon. It's dry. There's no round in there. Well, why would you do that? Because you get to work into your grip, your sight alignment, your sight picture. You get to work on those proficiency skills you're going to need. This is the first dry firing system to combine smartphone technology with the industry's best laser round. It's inert. It only emits a laser. Using your smartphone, the app tracks a laser round. You insert in the firearm you have now, whatever firearm you have. You don't have to make any manipulations. You have to do anything. You just safely unload it. You have a nine millimeter, very popular firearm round. You, you get the iTarget Pro nine millimeter system. They'll send you a nine millimeter round, drop it in there, and they send you a target. The smartphone app will track where the rounds uh, would have landed on the target. It fits your gun, will detect exactly where your shots are landing. iTarget Pro is completely safe, comes with a caliber-specific laser bullet, a target system. You can begin training immediately. 
It's the best system out there. The reviews I get are fantastic. People, they, they send me pictures of their targets. They're like this, and then they're like this within a week. Isn't that better than getting uh, for a gift, a dad, a, your dad a necktie or a mug or something like that? If you're going to give a gift for someone else, this is the gift. Great for women, too. Also available for 223 and 556 for you AR-15 uh, fans out there. Save time, save money, take your skill to the next level safely and effectively with iTarget Pro. That's the letter, itargetpro.com. You get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code DAN. itargetpro.com, use promo code DAN and save 10% off. Best system out there. I get tons of great reviews on this. Okay. Um, So, you know, you saw in the last debate, Bernie Sanders again, citing this Scandinavian socialism model. Now, you may ask, Dan, why do you keep bringing this up? Well, I do because it's an evergreen topic. It's an evergreen topic, Mm -hmm. meaning we should be discussing it often, and it matters, ladies and gentlemen, um, because it is a lie. Scandinavian countries frequently cited by misinformed liberals, and I see this a lot on college campuses when you see these man-on-the-street interviews, Joe. They'll Mm -hmm. say, well, you know, I don't want to be socialist like the Soviet Union. I want to be socialist like Scandinavian countries. Folks, If we're going to have a reasonable argument about what we want to be, then what we want to be should be categorized according to easily understandable nodes of information. In other words, if you're saying I want to be A and I don't want to be B and A is socialist and B is capitalist, then, Joe, don't you think it's reasonable we understand what those terms actually mean? Yeah. In other words, no one says I want to be a socialist and wind up in a gulag and be tortured. Nobody says that, right? No, nobody um, says it. Sadly, ladies and gentlemen, that's what socialism is as they take over the means of production and rob you of your political and economic freedom. Let's be crystal clear on that. That's exactly what you're talking about in socialism. Now, secondly, capitalism involves free markets and individual control of those exact same components of the economy and the political system. Okay? Now, having said that, saying that these Scandinavian countries are socialist is a lie. They are, it is just not true. So if you're going to argue for socialism, then you need to argue uh, about Cuba, Venezuela, and the Soviet Union. I want to be clear on this. This matters. Again, this is the same liberal takeover of the language we, show, we saw with Xi Zhao Zhou Zhei, which is re- that we're not going to let you do it. <laughs> Now, proving my point, I pulled two articles. One's older, one's relatively new, uh, from the Mises blog and from a local uh, paper. This is from the Mises Institute, 3-4-2019 by Alice Sales. Swedish ex-prime minister rebukes Bernie. Socialism only destroys. Now, this will be up in the show notes today at Bongino.com. Subscribe to my email list. I'll email these articles. This is worth your time. If Sweden is your idea of a socialist utopia, then why is the former prime minister of Sweden condemning socialism and telling Bernie Sanders to go shove it up his caboose that they are not socialist? It's not a socialist country. So you suggesting we want to be a Sweden socialist. You are making that your judgments are based on faulty data. Do you understand that? You may want to be like Sweden. But that doesn't mean you want to be socialist. That means you want to be B, capitalist. You're Mm. in the wrong box. They are (laughs) not socialist. It is a capitalist country. Now, second, this is a bit of an older piece, but still worth your time. All right, Joe, we don't want to be like Sweden. We definitely want to be like Denmark. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Sven makes his return. We want to be Okay. The Danish prime minister, and he was in the United States and said, quote, Denmark is not socialist. November 1st, 2015. Folks, this is not a socialist country either. It is a market economy. Now, their prime minister later on, Lars Rasmussen, during the election, stated it again. He rebuked Bernie Sanders. They are not a socialist country. You are fabricating the information. Yeah. If you're going to argue for us becoming socialist, fine. Make us make a case that we should be like the Soviet Union, Cuba, and Venezuela. Make your case. You're going to be laughed at, mocked, and humiliated, but make your case. But don't be a liar. Don't suggest we should be put in the socialist box and then say we need to be more like Sweden and Denmark. These are capitalist countries. Mm-hmm. Don't you think the people that live there and run the country would know just a little bit better than a 19-year-old college kid and a man on the street interview? I would think so. Yeah, so put that right. in your lutefisk. Moving on. And eat it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to get, I've got a lot of email. I've received a lot of emails about this story. Yeah. And I want to make sure I covered it before the week. I don't want you to leave you with misinformation. 
So there was a story that broke. Again, the media wants to tell you a story, not the story. The story broke about Colt, Colt the gun manufacturer, COLT. Oh, yeah. Uh, the story was, well, Colt's getting out of the AR-15 business. And of course, the media story meant to spin you and is being used by liberals now to attack you. It basically saying, look, even the gun manufacturers, Joe, aren't producing AR-15s anymore. Oh. Uh, the story's not true. Uh-huh. Great story in National Review in the show notes today by Charles uh, Charles Koch. How to bend the news. Um, two <laughs> screenshots from the story. Folks, Colt is not getting out of the AR-15 business because of this spate of mass shootings that is not why they're doing it but that's why the media wants to tell you a story why joe because they want to send a wink and a nod and a dog whistle to other gun manufacturers that hey if you guys get out of this ar-15 business too look we'll celebrate you guys too how wonderful and and woke you are so here's the media framing of the story and then of course we'll get to the truth Quote from the Charles Koch piece, this from ABC is a nice example of news organizations deliberately bending the truth to advance a narrative it wishes were true, but is not. Here's ABC. Venerable gun manufacturer Colt says it will stop producing the AR-15, amongst other rifles, for the consumer market in the wake of many recent mass shootings in which the suspect used the weapons. Okay, well, ABC's a news outlet, so clearly they're telling the truth that in the wake of suggesting, Joe, a correlation Mm -hmm. between these recent horrible incidents and AR-15 and Colt and Colt's decision to get out of it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, that's not the truth. As always, wrong. Uh, That's not the story at all. As ABC notes further down, remember, Joe, the golden rule, you always have to put this at the end of the story, hoping nobody gets there. The company did not mention mass shootings in its statement about stopping production and instead blamed the indefinite pause, pause, they're not stopping anything, in making the weapon on a significant excess manufacturing capacity. In other words, Joe, basic economics of supply and demand, there are already a lot of AR-15s on the market and they don't see any money in producing more until the supply is somewhat exhausted. Hmm. Basically, business decision 101. Yes, sir. But of course... The media, no one in the media I've seen outside of Fox has told you the true story on this. It was a big story. Colts pulling out, it winking and not. You all should do that too. They're not pulling out of the AR. There's just too many of them out there. It's a basic business decision. Stop lying. My gosh. Here's another media story. Showing a double stand is a quick one, but worth your time. The conspiracy theory blog, The Daily Beast who if they were reporting on a Republican or a conservative darkening their face with black makeup, what would it be called, Joe? It would be called blackface. Yeah. Um, And it would be called a major scandal. Blackface, darkening your skin to make you appear uh, black. But that's not what they call it when it involves liberal Canadian prime minister and the love of the Daily Beast conspiracy thugs. This is a conspiracy blog. This is the Daily Beast. Joe, this this is a quote from, this is their tweet. This is the third instance of Justice Justin Trudeau in face darkening makeup. Again with um, the language. No, it's blackface. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Yes. This is the Zhao Jose. Uh, yeah. It's face darkening makeup when it's a liberal. Oh. But if this was a Republican, it would be evil Republican in blackface. Folks, listen, this is a total joke. I was on Hannity last night. And I brought up the fact that, and I'll say who it is because, I, you know, I, I'm not interested. I'm not attacking him personally. I'm just putting out what he said I think was absurd. Juan Williams was on The Five yesterday, and I mentioned it last night. I said a Fox News guy. I didn't want to call him out on Hannity's show um, by name because he didn't have his chance to defend himself. Um, and unlike liberals, I believe in a two-way, you know, dialogue, not just, you know, liberals screaming at everyone. But Juan Williams said on The Five yesterday, because remember what I'm suggesting. The rules are different. If it was a conservative, it'd be blackface scandal, fire him. It's a liberal face darkening makeup incident. I don't know, let him go. He's real cool. Right? That's the, the So the rules are different. So Juan said on the five yesterday something so outrageous, I, I felt the need to say something on Hannity last night. He said, Joe, that the rules are different for conservatives and liberals because Republicans have a troubled history with race. Wait. What? Whoa, whoa. This is a double. Oh, wait, Hold on. wait. First it's a penalty. Then it's a review of the penalty again. Are you kidding me? Republicans? <laughs> We have a troubled history with race. You mean this, the Civil Rights Party, the party of Lincoln, the party that led the civil rights movement in the South against the Dixiecrat Democrats? 
You mean those are you mean the Republicans that as the South became more racially liberated, diverse and an integrative society became more, not less Republican. You mean that South? Is that what you said? We have a troubled history. That, are you serious? That bird the guy? Republican. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I bird. It's not bird. I, yeah, they, they named everything what? after bird. The, <laughs> the clan member. Yeah. Oh, are you, yeah, yeah. We have. A, are you sheets? Yeah. Sheets I heard bird. that. Yeah. I wanted to jump through the screen. Yeah. I, I, if I was on the five, I would have lost my marbles over yeah. that. I'm. You want to see a meltdown? Uh, are you kidding? The Republican Party, the entire Jim Crow South was Democrat. Are you nuts? Now, folks, I don't bring that up on the show because we live today. And I don't think I should take credit for the actions of other people. Good or bad. That may not sound right, but it's true. I take what I do to advance civil rights for everybody, Joe. Yeah. I'm responsible for that. And that is my job yeah. to do the right thing by people and ensure everybody's big R, God-given rights are protected. Right. I can't take credit for Republicans that marched and I wasn't there. It wasn't a decision I made. However, I'm very proud of the fact that the party I, I ally with was involved in that. But I can't take credit for it. That's why I don't bring it up often. I don't matter. I've mentioned that maybe a handful of times in Republican Party's history because it's what we do now that matters because we could have the greatest history in the world with race. And if the party turned into a bunch of racists tomorrow, none of that matters. None of it. We live in the now. I'm not a big Eckhart Tolle fan, but the power of now is real. You only live in the now. But if you're going to dare bring up a history lesson, and somehow say the rules now for what we did do now should be influenced by history, then you better damn well be prepared to get your caboose hauled on the carpet and to answer questions about the Dixiecrats, the Jim Crow South, and the Democrats' almost unending history with institutional de facto and de jure racism in the South and elsewhere in the country. You brought it up, not us. I would have lost my last if I was on the five when that happened. You dare to bring up the hit. We, the Republican Party, has to apologize for its history on race and therefore deserves a different set of rules. You must be kidding. You must be. And next time I'm on, I'll happily debate you about this. And if any Fox producers listening and you want to bring me and Juan on, I'm happy to debate this. The South became very diverse and accepting of people as it became more Republican and less Democrat. Kind of defeats your whole argument, doesn't it? <sighs> All right. All right. I'm going to end with a segment I don't usually do. Yeah, listener, uh, listener email. Uh, don't worry. I've, uh, by the way, just a couple of rules about listener email. Unless you specifically state, you feel free to use my name. I will never use it, ever. Second, if you don't want your email on the air, and I won't expose you unless you... I don't mean expose like in a bad way. <laughs> Just say in the beginning, do not put this on the air. But I got an email from a... I'll call him anonymous. And it was hysterical, and it proves my point about Ji Zhao Zhou Dei, how the left wants to own the language and the pronoun game as a way to paint you as some kind of an istophobic phobophobe. And the email proved my point. It was a great email. The guy loved the segment. And he said, this is just a little snippet. It doesn't identify him in any way. Don't worry. Hi, Dan. I feel very inspired today by your discussion on pronouns. You have <laughs> finally broached the real meaning of, fra of, of phrases. And I thought this meant cabisol. I'll get to that in a second. He spells it C-A-B-I-S-O-L for our audio listeners. I am, however, very concerned about the spelling. <laughs> okay. Now. Some of you get the joke. Some of you, our, our, our diehards probably get the joke. I screwed this up. I'm not messing around. <laughs> I read this to Paula. I'm like, the, I know what phrases We were talking about the glasses, how liberals want to call glasses phrases, uh, yeah. and we made the joke. But I had no idea what a cabasol was. Huh? It's because it wasn't a cabasol. As I read it the second or third time, Joe, he was talking about the cabissel. Oh, the cabissel. And cabissal. he spelled it wrong. <laughs> The cabissel. In other words, yesterday's show, listen, liberals want to call a whistle a cabissel, which means you won't know what the whistle is when someone says, go get the whistle, and they call it a cabissel. You won't know what to do. <laughs> Proving my point, the guy spelled cabissel, cabissel, and I had no 
mm, idea. He was talking about the whistle, <laughs> proving my point that <laughs> Xi Zhao Zode will lead to a total Tower of Babel breakdown where nobody in society will be able to communicate about the Cabasol, Cabisol, Fraze, Base glasses. It was beautiful. You know who you are. Thank you for your email. It was really funny. We read them. And it just proved my point that nobody will have any. He was trying to communicate to me yeah. that yeah. my segment about calling a whistle a cabisol was funny. And even I didn't know what he was talking about because it was spelled cabisol instead. <laughs> nice work, Daddy-O. Great email. I'll end with that in the week. Maybe we'll start doing some more of that. But just remember, if you want, if you don't want it on the air, please specify that in the subject line. And don't worry, I'll never mention your name. But uh, thank you, Captain Cabasol. Great job. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Please go order my book. If you order it now, it'll be at your house on the pub date this Tuesday, the publication date, Exonerated. I have those book signings coming up. It'll be up at the website, Bongino.com. I'll be tweeting them out. I'll be putting them up on Facebook. I have three in Florida, one in Huntington, New York on Tuesday night, and an online book signing Monday at 10 p.m. For anyone around the world who wants to sign copy, we sold out last time in like, 20 minutes. So jump on that live sign and just click the link. All the information will be up at Bongino.com. Thanks for another great week of shows. I will see you all on Monday. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.